Hey everyone, a little double intro for you on this episode today because we talked about the Sailor Moon Eternal two-part movie saga so much that we had to break our own podcast up into two episodes. That's right, we have episode one talking about the first part of the movie and then episode two talking about the second part of the movie. So please make sure to check out the second half after you're done with this episode. I hope you all enjoy. Enjoy the show. Beaming at you from the depths of the internet. This is the Temple of Geek Podcast, your one-stop for all things geek. Hi, welcome to the Temple of Geek Podcast. My name is Doc in the Box. I am your guest host this week. Temple of Geek Podcast has been around since 2012 and is hosted by a variety of geeky people from the Temple of Geek team. Here we discuss, celebrate, and here we discuss and celebrate fandoms and all things geek. And to, uh, sorry, I am a guest host, so I am going to mess up. <laughs> so to our returning <laughs> listeners, I am sorry, but thank you for tuning in. We appreciate y'all being here. <laughs> Today we are discussing uh, Sailor Moon Eternal. Uh, the film that is uh, already released in Japan, but dropping on Netflix. Uh, there will be spoilers throughout this, so if you have not watched it already, you might want to shoe off. Uh, today we have two special guests with us, Adam and Anuhia. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, could you guys please introduce yourselves and tell us a little about yourself? I'm Anu, or Anuhia, whatever's easier. Um, yeah, I love Sailor Moon. I've dabbled in cosplay here and there. I'm really not good at talking about myself, so I don't know what to say. <laughs> She's an awesome person. There you go. Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, hi, everyone. I am Adam Joseph Ferry. Adam turns heel on all social media. Yeah, and I've been a Sailor Moon fan since the uh, Deke dub on Toonami. And let's see, it, go it goes further that I have watched uh, the live-action Sailor Moon from uh, Japan from 2003 2004 the the best where the the sailor scouts all gathered in a karaoke room for their meetings and uh, there was a dark mercury at one point and all the main main baddies were soldiers but they had amazing wild costumes and such and also going all, all the way back to watching the all female cast musicals which were a lot of fun and you can always uh, download some of those on on the site miss dream so you can tell i'm i'm kind of <laughs> i'm really into the sailor moon <laughs> oh man that that live action's so good though it's so good. <laughs> Anna, why don't you tell us a little about your Sailor Moon background? Yeah, I started with the anime when I was, what, five, six years old. And it was on, like, at five o'clock in the morning. And I would drive my mother crazy singing the theme song every time we'd get in the car. I found the manga. And, you know, I simply fell in love with that, too. And got super annoyed when I was like, why is the anime different from the manga? Why is there a whole <laughs> extra season in, like, this... Sailor Moon anime, so confused. You mean Sailor Uranus and Neptune weren't really cousins? And I was like, oh, Zoysite's not a girl? What's going on here? Darien, uh, Rena, <laughs> Serena, all those American names. All those American oh, names. Right. Sailor Uranus, <laughs> Serena. Yeah. Yeah, I only had a little bit of experience with Sailor Moon. Same time, actually. Um, my mom would get us up super early in the morning for school. So I remember waking up at 5 o'clock and watching Sailor Moon and uh, Ronin Warriors on TV. Oh, yeah. And uh, later on in life, I ended up trying to go back and couldn't find the original Sailor Moons um, available on streaming for what I had. So I watched Crystal, and that was good enough. It was it was pretty good. The only thing I remember specifically from the original series was the Doom Tree saga oh, yeah. like, here and there. <laughs> mm -hmm. but, uh, yeah. And then you know we had this movie coming out. Like oh my gosh. Yeah. 
So I've been a fan, but I wasn't like hardcore into like the whole background and lore. Oh, and Adam, I never got to finish the live action. I got like four episodes into it. And <laughs> you recommended them to me, yeah. but then I stopped watching them and I never went back. And I'm sorry. Man. It's it's okay. It's it, it's a little mind blowing what they did and how corny. It, it's a trip. You got to look past the really bad CG, but you know, we're also Doctor Who fans, so we we can push through it. <laughs> that is fair. That Luna doll though is like my favorite thing from the last action the luna plushie yeah one of my favorite things growing up too with sailor moon um i had a math teacher in middle school who was japanese and she had the fifth season sailor moon stars on vhs that she would bring to school oh, man. and i would get to watch it before school Sarah Stars is a completely different beast, and I I hope uh, Toei uh, does a re- remake of that too. Like, Me too. The idea of it being remade into a, like this kind of modern setting is just such good timing with all the modern day awakenings of all our friends realizing non-binary and who they who they really are, who they really are, and becoming uh, themselves in their real bodies and such. It it's so appropriate that Sailor Moon is is kind of back in our lives right now and i will contend that sailor uranus is everyone's sexual orientation (laughs) agreed we will get into that (laughs) okay so going in on to a little thing some things about the film the film was first laid to release in japan in theaters on september 11th of 2020 but was postponed and released four months later on january 8th of 2021 due to the covid19 pandemic the second film was released on february 11th of 2021 but worldwide in late april 2020 it was announced that netflix acquired the streaming rights for the two-part film uh, set to premiere on june 3rd 2021 worldwide we've already seen it so we're recording this in the past and by the time you guys hear it it'll be out thank you sailor pluto Uh, (laughs) (laughs) but uh in early may of 2021 it was announced that the english cast from both sailor moon crystal and the redub of the 1990s anime would reprise the roles with the exception of chris neosi as he would not be reprising his role as helios going into the synopsis of the movie if you all haven't seen it and you don't mind spoilers <laughs> synopsis the upcoming adventures are set in april when the cherry blossoms are in bloom and tokyo is in a festive mood as it celebrates the largest total eclipse of the century as a new moon obscures the sun and gradually dims its light usagi and chibiusa encounter pegasus who is in search of the chosen maiden who can break the seal of the golden crystal Meanwhile, a mysterious troop called the Dead Moon Circus appears in town whose nefarious plan is to scatter the nightmare incarnations known as lemurs, seize the legendary silver crystal, rule over the moon and earth, and eventually dominate the entire universe. Leads us into our discussion about Sailor Moon Eternal. This looks like it definitely uh, kind of leaves off where, um, if you remember how Sailor Moon Crystal, that, that third season ended, I believe. It jumps right into the movie. Yeah. Because you just you, you hear the, that, the bell of Haley they just turn around they don't see they don't see anyone but you if, if anyone's who's ever like read the uh, manga or knows uh, the sailor moon lore from uh, the deke dub they hear that that bell ringing they assume that it was going to be this and here we are <laughs> yep dude the opening scene when zirconia speaking to the queen like it's all like looming over yeah <laughs> I don't know why <laughs> i just got these feelings of like after ten thousand years i'm yeah. free it's time to conquer <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
yeah, yeah. yeah um, that's Barbara Godson, I think, that she played uh, Zirconia. She really uh, did up the uh, Eartha kit. Dude, I paused the movie and like, is that Yzma? Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted someone to say, pull the river, All the, uh, all the lemurs just, like, just start <laughs> growing. <laughs> oh man so yeah we have uh we have that then chibi Uso quickly recaps the scouts lives in their you know human form mm-hmm. since uh the events of sailor moon crystal uh we see chibi Uso about to want to return home to the 30th century on april 1st and it was april fool's day i thought that was kind of interesting i don't know if they planned that specifically <laughs> or not or how if that was in the manga too like that specific yeah. date april fool's just saying year out <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't know if this is family friendly. <laughs> Sorry. Well, it isn't now. <laughs> they should they should replace the bleep with like a transformation sound or or, or Helios bell ringing. There you go, the bell ring. There you go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so yeah, then we have the solar eclipse that comes, and everyone's watching it. I'm glad we have solar eclipse glasses here. Proper use of uh, scientific sunglasses there. <laughs> I appreciate that since we had a I forgot when it was. We had a solar eclipse, and then a certain person that led the country was like looking straight at the freaking sun. Yes, <laughs> indeed. <laughs> like, and Santa Scouts are safety first. Yes. <laughs> They're powered by the moon. They don't want to be scorched by the sun. Yeah. Hey, man. Remember, like, those uh, original anime uh, in the American version? They'd be like sailor tips yes at, like the end of every episode. Yeah. Oh, there was a, you know, actually, I found this out in, I forgot which. Uh, city but when they showed sailor moon they would actually have a costumed actress playing sailor moon in place of those uh lessons oh nice interesting and like it was so fascinating like that why would they replace them with something else it was and they'd also be like the weirdest weirdest lessons too like not not feminist at all like a like opposite of what Sailor Moon's really about. Like an awkward Sonic says? Uh, an awkward Sonic says, basically. So as I go to send Chibi-Usa back to the 30th century, this uh, solar eclipse event is happening. Everyone's outside. It's uh, Usagi, Chibi-Usa, and Mamoru who are taking her. But the remainder remainder of the scouts are by themselves. They're separate in another group observing the eclipse where they got eyewear from somewhere magical. Also, they just happen to have their eyewear uh, making wishes upon the eclipse. I enjoyed this scene. Like everyone's just, uh, you know, wishing uh, or talk, like discussing their hopes and dreams for the future. I mean, they've saved they've saved the world numerous times. So and they're kind of finding ways to move on with their lives. I love the fact that, you know, not straying way too far, Venus and Jupiter were just dreaming about boys. Yeah. <laughs> it's very high school it, thing to do. It was work. a very, very high school thing for them too. I mean, Venus wanting to be a, a pop star, which if you remember if you remember uh, Nathan, uh, in the live action, Venus is the pop star. <laughs> yeah, wasn't um even in Crystal, wasn't I mean she might not have been a pop star, but wasn't she like a big superhero name in the first it's one too? In Crystal. Codename Sailor V, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she 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 had her own stint as a superhero outside of the Sailor Scouts for a minute. Yeah. And she had her boyfriend from London. Yeah, but wasn't it her? Like someone made two wishes and I think it was Haruka who was like, Why'd you get two? <laughs> it was like I think it was Mercury or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> Why did you get two wishes? Like, <laughs> I love that. You know what? You could. You're allowed to have two dreams, Venus. Right? 
May all your hopes and dreams come exactly. true. Exactly. So as they're wishing and this eclipse is happening, Chibi Usa hears a bell ring revealing a Pegasus that pleads for help. Usagi and Mamoru both see the Pegasus and uh, Mamoru starts to re- revel in pain, grabbing his chest. You know, as the total eclipse happens, the dead the ship emerges and it's the Dead Moon Circus flying in to cause a muck and destroy our lives, basically. It was basically a total eclipse of Mamaru's heart. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, Chibi Usa turned around. And <laughs> Turn around. Yeah. And she felt. And Pegasus is looking for a maiden, yo. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and everything got cold. And Chibi Usa needed Pegasus now tonight. <laughs> More than ever. <laughs> More than ever. <laughs> <laughs> Alka's gonna just make this a 15 minute show <laughs> and scene <laughs> and that's the movie <laughs> so as the Dead Moon Circus flies out all of us, uh, then we also notice Mars sees uh, Phobos and Demios her, are they ravens or crows? I, I'm not specifically sure uh, I'm gonna say they're crows but okay, I thought they were crows I but I didn't want to miss miss label them <laughs> yeah i think they're crows in the manga this is the first time we actually see them i think appropriately in the anime in this anime okay is that am i right Anu? i think so it's it's hard to say because they never showed i remember in the original anime so in crystal i don't recall if they had them or not yeah it's, it's first time i recall that they they brought them up in in um at least um crystal style yeah i don't remember them in crystal and it's it's been years since i've seen the original anime so i'm not sure mm-hmm. to be honest the manga says crows so cool we got <laughs> it book references yeah so they're like ah, ah, stuff's going on and then they drop a flyer and a moon tarot card which means it's about to go down stuff's going down listen to the crows yep and then chibiusa postpones her trip which saves a lot on baggage so cool yeah, we'll just have you stay here for a while. Uh, you're cool. It's fine. One more night doesn't make a difference, yeah. right? We don't. We don't want to be parents right now. <laughs> just chill. Just chill. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like the Dead Moon Circus is just there, and posters are all over the place, and mm-hmm. it's popped up, and they're like, "Oh, that's not suspicious." Yeah, there's a small suspe- uh, suspension of disbelief we have to go through because it is like the movie, like basically just jumps into everything, you know, as as opposed to where, like. I'll say the deep dub just expands it to about, I want to say, <laughs> 20 some episodes. <laughs> as much as I love the original deep dub, some of those episodes were ju- just did not need to be there. <laughs> we need those filler episodes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just love that they're like, oh, these ads are everywhere. Oh, the circus popped up over there. Look at these pretty kaleidoscopes. Buy them for us, Mamu Chan. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Mama being the good. You know, to be fair, th- that that city's been having problems for a couple of years. So a, a circus coming up out of nowhere in the middle, like of the night, that's that happens, right? Yeah, and you know what? Why? Why not? I mean, we we need the chill. Some people need the chill. You know, Mako needs to cook. Ami needs to get away from being thinking about her divorced parents. <laughs> oh. oh man. She needs to study more. Of course. More books. More books. When we cut to, they, you know, they don't, she doesn't go to the 30th century. You know, they buy kaleidoscopes. They're all happy. 
they start to stay the night at Momo-chan's house, and Chibi-Usa starts to talk about how she wishes she was older, how she wants to be just like Usagi. She kind of wants Momo-chan to love her, which goes into this weird thing every so often. <laughs> like, but he's going to be my future dad. I'm like, yeah, I know. I, I, every it's time... Like they went through this the last the season. Daddy yeah. issues in this. <laughs> the, the weird daddy issues. And they went through this last season, too, with Dark Lady. Like... <laughs> You know what happens when you wish these things, Chibiusa. Have you not learned your lesson, little girl? You're 900 years old. Come on. Act like it. Right? And then you have to wonder who's, like, cradle robbing you. Is it, like, the future dad or is it the daughter? <laughs> it's like, don't cradle rob yourself, Chibiusa. I mean, come on. Wish I could cradle rob herself out of existence. You're making it weird. You're making it weird. <laughs> <laughs> But then we have Usagi, who's also uh, wishing that she was small again to be like a kid because, the, you know, Chibiusa just gets away with everything. Mm-hmm. And she's a bratty and wants to get away with everything herself, too, basically. Yeah. Yeah. It's the it's the classic kind of Freaky Friday kind of idea. When something happens and they, they switch bodies and such. And Mamoru's just like, you know what? I'm glad you're sleeping, but I just got to rest here. Go ahead and have your dreams. I just got to I got to sleep. I got to sleep. Someone has to be the adult yeah. here. I know this is bouncing ahead, but that scene later where he's like, this is awkward. I'm like, yes, it yes, is. It is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> well, you gotta appreciate in Crystal, at least like they look more their age. We're like, you know, Maru- Mamoru's like two years older than Usagi mm-hmm. and not like a middle schooler and a college looking guy getting together. Yeah. Yeah, again, again, you know, yeah, there's some suspension of disbelief here. I mean, we also see Helios. I, I, is this, yeah, Helios uh, kisses Chibiusa. And, like, and honestly, all joking aside, they they do it in the movie pretty tastefully for the most part. Like, we talked yeah. about the kiss was like tender. It wasn't like, yeah, like too sexual or anything. Yeah, like exactly. Like, it was just like the love is more like caring than, you know, erotic or, yeah, yeah, yeah I feel that. Mm-hmm. While the three are sleeping in bed or trying to chibiusa wants a story talks about how princess serenity would tell her a story about the world beyond the mirror uh the convenient story that leads into part of the plot where a whole other world of darkness lies uh which you should never look into the mirror on the night of new moon or you'll be trapped in the mirror and trapped there forever called i almost said uh, serena gosh damn it <laughs> <laughs> Then Usagi is like, I'm never going to look in the mirror again. <laughs> like, yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It'd be funny if it was like the literal next scene with yeah. it. Yeah. One of my favorite uh, Deke Dub episodes is, just, even though it's like morally awful, is that she's just going to the gym trying to be thinner, <laughs> like with everyone else. And just like, she learns afterwards that she just wants to, you know, she could be happy without having to do all this hard exercise and all that she just needs to be happy with who she is and of course the very next thing thing she does is weigh herself and she realized she gained two pounds and just goes crazy (laughs) (laughs) dude wasn't she constantly stuffing her face though in like the original anime series yeah she's a she's a hungry character she was doing that in crystal too my favorite uh thing oh yeah like was uh, when she was introduced to uh mako and mako was eating her lunch and all of a sudden you see these bun and she just steals her yeah. food. <laughs> you just see these two bun heads like pop up with her eyes just going, that's creeping on her. It's like, is that, are you going to finish your lunch? <laughs> it's like, God damn, Usaki. Like, <laughs> calm down a bit. 
<laughs> I love it. That, it. It's why we love her, isn't it? Yeah, a little bit. A mm-hmm. little bit, yeah. <laughs> so as they all fall asleep, Chibiusa has a dream flying over the city on the back of this Pegasus, which is Helios, mm-hmm. as at least we knew. I don't know if we knew at this time. But anyway, she's on the back of this Pegasus named Helios. Uh, he calls her the Fair Maiden and gives her a bell to call him whenever he needs, saying he needs her to give her needs her to give him her power to save Elysion, which at least uh, in this series we've never heard of before, uh, stating that he needs the golden crystal uh, to save it. She wakes from the dream and drops a bell, realizing that it was not just a dream. And then she decides to go like, I'm going to the 30th century alone. Y'all are asleep. Peace out. Uh, Tries to use her space-time key and then can't. Is pushed back off of it like it was like 1920 in the TARDIS or whatever time it was in New York. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, It's stuck here for some reason. (laughs) And uh, then the baddies are know that there's someone's trying to break their barrier, and they're like, "Oh hell no, let's find out who did this." <laughs> it's so funny. He's like, "She just wants to go home." It's like, right? "Excuse me, you broke our barrier. How dare you?" <laughs> so I was laughing at this, especially during the rewatch. So like, "Oh, we need to find out who it is. Well, let's find out. We can't let anyone do our barrier. Let's release a tiger." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> But not just that. <laughs> the Chibiusa and Usagi go out and they're like, this is our job to protect the world against tigers. <laughs> yep. This is where we come in. Fighting evil by moonlight, taming tigers by daylight. Never running from a real no, fight. Not at all. He is the one named Sailor Zoologist. Sailor Zoologist. <laughs> but dude, I have to admit, I laughed though. Like during that scene, they see the tie. They get out there. Well, first they get out there normal. Why I don't know. They just run out there and then try to transform in front of the tiger, which I would think you would do before. But then all of a sudden, they're like, "Shit, we can't transform." <laughs> <laughs> so, and then just merely like retreat, retreat, retreat. <laughs> I love the, I love those small moments where Usagi uh, Chibiusa just basically becomes her mom, and they're just basically the same person. It's like, ah, we can't transform, we can't transform, shit, 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 shit. And while they're in their panic, the Holy Grail appears before them, amplifying their abilities, modifies their little compacts, and they have they transform in this dual transformation sequence, which I thought was kind of cool. I really like there. There was a part when they're both transforming, mm-hmm. and then Shiba Usa's uh, head is like kind of nuzzled in Usagi's neck, and yeah. like, oh, that's really cute. It's neat. I, I love the upgrade of the transformations, like from the beginning uh, of uh, Crystal when they had the uh, the CG, and then. Uh, second season they just did all um all, all animation the animation yeah, yeah and then of course the, with that with this transformation here and it's it's almost frame for frame uh a, a good upgrade of the original um eternal uh transformation i love that little kiss chibi music kind of gives her mom uh for it's kind of like a power together thing and you kind of see this throughout everyone just gaining their crystals crystals from the Holy Grail. Yeah, the transformation sequences, I think, were really cool in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like what, what you're saying, like from the original first season of Crystal, like it's a major upgrade on what they've done with Sailor Moon Eternal. Absolutely. And it's just such it's it, it's sim- it's simpler. 
the the more they the more toei kind of works on it they they're realizing kind of like less is more so they went back to the Mm -hmm. to the that proper kind of animation style of transformations and which is a nice go back to the original absolutely because the the cg in the first season was a major turnoff like i had a hard time watching that first season yeah i mean i still enjoyed it but yeah I, i agree yeah, and to, to take a break from from this movie, going on to, to to Crystal, one thing that I want to make a comment on, specifically, I guess with Netflix, where I think they messed up is is I'm glad they were that we're getting this movie, that they're they got the rights, they're going to drop it, people are going to see it worldwide. But where I think they messed up is not getting the rights for Sailor Moon Crystal, so people can run through that and get that experience first, so they can lead into this movie. Yeah, like you have to go on Hulu, like yeah. Hulu or Crunchyroll, or like because you can't even go on Funimation. Yeah, you have to go, you have to go specifically on Crunchyroll. Uh, I don't know yeah. what the right how the rights works on all those things. It's I I don't yeah. either, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, because I mean, unless you're like a major fan from like the old days, you're not really gonna understand what's going on in Eternal. I think you'll still have a good experience, but I don't think you'll have as great of an experience as if you you had the full story leading into it. Yeah. Uh, so they do the transformation sequence. Two of the quartet appear. Um, I forget who it is. It's the the blue one and. Is it the blue and the red one? So we get. Um, oh, let's see. Yeah, we. I know Palace is the blue. Yeah, one. we get uh, Pala. Yeah. And, Pala, Pala, and then Vess. Uh, Vess, Vess. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know what the uh, in in the their characterization for the at least this one. I watched. Okay, I watched the, the dub. Okay, I did. <laughs> I didn't read the sub. <laughs> I'm sorry, but sometimes I have stuff going on and I can't sit there and read everything all the time. No, I did both. <laughs> hey, look, I I did both because I have some voice actor friends that i love supporting and watching so well i did have both on uh, granted yeah. i just didn't have the uh the original audio on I, I mean i like that artemis is my favorite black power ranger johnny young bosch <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> i actually didn't know that yeah i didn't realize it oh yeah. cool yeah he has a fun time on his social media posting about sailor moon stuff sometimes yeah oh really so he, he was like a fan going into this yeah he was um, I think so. Yeah, that's really cool. I like that. That's good. Yeah, and then a lot of the other, a lot of the other, a lot of the cast were, were big fans, like Stephanie Shea and Jeremy Lee, uh, Christina V and Amanda Miller. Like they're all, all fans beforehand. So, two of them come and pop out, and the tiger is just like, "Cool, you found what you need. Peace," and just <laughs> takes off. <laughs> Be like my job here is done. I can. Right. I can. I can. <laughs> did anyone else when she said that? Did you? Did you guys all think of that um, tuxedo mask gif where he just like <laughs> puts, uh, puts his cape over his head? My work here is done yeah. and disappears. It's like no, your work here is not done. Like he still has the black lung. Maru <laughs> still has the black lung. What are we doing here? <laughs> Come on, tiger. So Pala Pala, and then they re- release the lemurs, which are these lint balls that are apparently the stuff of nightmares. And they attack Sailor Moon and Chibi Moon, but there's nothing they can do because they have no weapons. Usagi uses her bell to call Helios, who then cre- uh, turns their kaleidoscopes into battle swords, which they use their new attack, Moon Gorgeous Meditation. Oh, yeah. 
I love the names for some of these. It's oh like, yeah, their attack names. Are yeah, great. some of it just completely, uh, they're just beautifully meta. I what, uh, yeah, <laughs> Moon Crisis Meditation. Okay, so you just meditate, and uh, you know your troubles are gone. You you find they they find they meditate, they find peace of mind in Nirvana, and poof, <laughs> boom, my nightmares are gone. Makes sense. It makes complete sense. I believe it. I believe it. Which destroys the lemurs through meditation. Gorgeous meditation, mm-hmm. I should say. And then the baddies, you know, the baddies bail after the attack, but then uh, Paula Paulus throws a hex on them, which switches their ages. So now small lady is big lady and Usagi is a small lady. I love the sequence after this because no one changes their clothes. <laughs> they, this yeah. entire time that these they're like Usagi is big and Jibu or Usagi is small and Chibiusa is big, they never change their clothes and they're wearing clothes that do not fit them. Guys, come on. Like, especially in the room full of adults and there's freaking, uh, you know, they're in the hospital. No one thinks to give them a, a, a set of clothes. <laughs> and then Chibiusa is running around in the middle of the night in like her ripped clothes. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, you're probably about the same body type. You could probably wear Usagi's, you know, regular school dress or whatever, and, like, vice versa. <laughs> it's like I was starting to think, like, where's everyone's parents through all this? Then I realized, I don't think we ever ever get any interaction with uh, Usagi. And yeah, it's a, yeah, this is like the first time. Yeah, not in this not movie. Not in this particular movie. Yeah. Yeah. Which is the first time, which is kind of kind of sad because I always love those kind of interactions. Like Usagi's mom and dad are... She's so much Yeah, fun. they're both really, really fun. I especially love Usagi's mom in, in the live action. Yeah, because Usagi called U- U- um, Chibi Usa down for like mm-hmm. a snack or something, but that's like the most you got, uh, I think, out of like yeah. their home life. Yeah. Because they only really show uh, Ami's mom and then uh, Ray's grandfather. Mm-hmm. Oh, I. <laughs> by, by the way, really quick note, man, I'm really, really glad that Ray's grandfather is not a creepy old man. <laughs> Holy <laughs> cow! I, a short, creepy old. He man. was the creepiest old man, bald, uh, balding, just su- such an anime trope. I don't know if he how he was like in the anime, but you know, you got a very calmer. Yeah, I mean, like. He was like a Haposai of Sailor Moon. It was yeah, weird. yeah. It was that was that's fair because I think you're talking about that, and I immediately I think it was Ron Mahaf where there was yeah. like this tiny little Haposai. old guy that was stealing like old pa- like panties and bikinis yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's Haposai. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, that, that was just that trope, you know. Yeah. Oh my no, God. I get you. Yeah, they went hard in the original anime, and they really. Did not go that way in this new crystal. Yeah, <laughs> thank goodness. Like you had this kind old older gentleman that was like, you know, he'll have he'll have his fun with Ray. He's like, oh, I'm sleeping, I'm old, oh, but not like creeping on all the other girls that come by. Yeah, no, it was a it was a really tender scene that flashback that mm-hmm. they had with her grandfather. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, because Ray's backstory too is kind of sad. I'm like, oh no. But she's got such a nice grandfather. Yeah. Yeah, and then we get, um, I don't think I've ever seen Amy Chan's mom, not that I remember, but then we get her um, as one of the doctors who's working on uh, Mamo-chan because his condition's getting worse and they're doing chest x-rays on him, revealing that he's got a dark spot on his lung. Um, still while Chibiusa and Usagi are switched in ages. 
And everyone's like, what the hell happened? And they're just like, we don't know. Like, no big deal. We don't know. No questions asked. No questions asked. The, doc- the doctors are right there acting like it's nothing. It's like, I got other right. things to worry about right now. I got the, I got this, uh, you know, patient with a, with a shadow, literally a shadow for some reason in his lung. I don't know what it is. Great. <laughs> yeah. And then we have Mamo, who's really concerned that he's just not strong enough and going to put uh, Sailor Moon or Usagi in danger. And she's worried that he's constantly in danger because of her. And I feel like we went through that already in Crystal, didn't we? Where he felt like he was powerless before he realized he had some like ability. That's like an ongoing issue with him. Okay. Especially in like the manga. He's just like, I'm powerless. Right. And then he's like, oh, I have power to help. It's interesting how they, uh, throughout the entire series, you kind of go through these struggles with imposter syndrome amongst, in one way, shape, or form with everyone, <laughs> you know, that questioning their abilities or they're questioning their uh, need for love or their ability to love or they question their strength. Of course, something happens that makes them realize, no, I am strong enough. I just need to realize that it's okay to it's okay to show these emotions. It's okay to ask for help. Like like Venus, it's okay to ask yeah. for help. Oh yeah, I think they hit it hardest with Venus this first movie mm-hmm. too, with her being like the leader of the scouts and just being like, I need to do this, and she's the last one to like get her crystal, and she's just like, I can't say anything to the girls because I'm the leader. I need to be the one that they look. Yeah, to. yeah. We will lead into that because I've got stuff to say mm-hmm. about that scene. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> yeah currently we still have uh chibi uh we still have usagi who's the age of a small child and mamuchan there and she's trying to comfort th- him and then things get weird and they're like <laughs> this is throwing me off like yeah you think yeah like it, it you know you go back to the episode of doctor who the amy's choice or not Amy's choice. Um, the girl who waited. I mm-hmm. think that I think it was that episode where Rory meets forty-year-old Amy, and it's like oh. you know the the whole idea of like I'm not sad that we didn't grow that you got old. I'm sad that we didn't grow old together. And I, it, it, you know, it's it's a bad comparison to be honest with you, but it, it's kind of long, long. It's kind of along <laughs> those lines where you're seeing like Usagi being that that level of awkwardness of like I'm not the same age as you right now. You're a kid. Yeah, for her, it's not. It's different. But for him, it's like, I could get in trouble. I might this. go to jail for this. <laughs> <laughs> like, I want to make a good impression on your parents. Let's not. In some societies, <laughs> me liking you is illegal. I swear she was old enough yesterday. <laughs> Gosh. Oh, boy. Oh. Yeah, they, you know, they push the envelope with the with those kinds of, of stories, but it's, I mean, you know, Freaky Friday. They played it off pretty yeah. well. <laughs> it, it is ultimately yeah. a Freaky Friday. It's it's mainly about Chibiusa realizing that still needs to be a kid. She st- still needs to go through her process. Yeah, nine hundred. Nine hundred years old, you know, <laughs> and and Asagi needs to has to uh, kind of grow up, <laughs> and I kind of appreciated the brief resolution that they had oh my gosh we'll get into that that resolution yeah, just right. made me laugh so we have paula paula who we go back to the quartet paula paula turns their tiger that we saw earlier an eagle and a fish into humans to basically take care of the scouts uh they named themselves fish eye eagle's eye and tiger's eye hawkeye. uh fish eye yeah hawkeye yeah. <laughs> The fish eye says he wants to go first and he wants to uh, focus on a zero in on Mercury because she feels she's vulnerable. 
about certain things and she controls water too. So we see Mercury walk up on this mysterious fish store uh, and purchases a fish and by the unknown Paula Paula to her, Mercury falls into a dark dream about her mother uh, at home, about her mother moving on with another man. Uh, kind of like not, you get the, the impression that the mom's like, I really don't care about my daughter right now. Like, yeah. What my, my this little mm-hmm. affair that I'm having is more important and her divorced father leaving and not caring about them. At that point, the fish transforms to reveal that he is this fish eye character convincing Mercury to desire to be loved and have a family preying on her loneliness. And he pulls her into the mirror world. She actually almost snaps out of it. Um, there, her being like as super intelligent as she, as she is, she actually caught on to what was going on and almost got out of it until he grabbed her and pulled her into the, uh, the mirror world, which uh, she tar- starts to uh, slowly succumb to the dream. And then, a part of Mercury appears, and correct me if I'm wrong. The all those, all those inner voices were the original cast from the dubs, weren't they? Or no? Were they? Um, I, I thought I they were because Japanese, so I have no idea actually. Oh, because I know, like uh, when Netflix announced that Crystal and uh, the original '90s anime were reprising their roles, and I noticed their voices were different. I was like, "Holy shit, that's a great that, way!" Because I'm not quite sure. That, I can't, I, I, man, I need to watch it on June in June then because I didn't even realize that because that's I, mean, I'm, I, I might be wrong, but I'm that's pretty a great sure. tie-in. That's a great way to tie it in. That is because I, I do appreciate yeah, like the original '90s voiceover for English. It's not terrible. Yeah, um, I'll have to look it up. So maybe maybe nobody like say like, oh my gosh, <sighs> Doc in the Box said this. <laughs> but, uh, you know, but that's how I took it. Because I, I, it sounded like all their voices were different. And I was pre- I'm pretty sure that the, those inner voices were the, the 90s cast. Because that's the only part where I can see them reprising their roles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I got I to research that because, wow, um, that, that'd be something. Like I, I, I have the I have the cast list of the of the voice actors, and mm-hmm. I, I wish they credited. It. I wish they would credit them if they were if that was them. I don't know. They might have held out held it off, so it's not like mm-hmm. like sure. spoiled. Like, but uh, I'm pretty sure that. Oh, I don't know. I, I that's my best guess. I'm not gonna say I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. That's my best guess. Now, it would make sense to do it that way. It really would. Mm-hmm. And honestly, that'd be beautiful if they did that too. Like this, <laughs> you're you're the voice now. Like you are Sailor Mercury. You are Sailor Mercury now. You can get through this, and that'd be a that'd be a beautiful way to do it. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like a using the Doctor Who references. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of like the curator went like, "Well, congratulations! Oh, mm-hmm. thank you very much, the yeah. Matt Smith." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You know, and that was a great way to put uh, Baker in there. <laughs> uh, so this inner voice snaps Mercury out of it, and she transform, uh, uh, reminding her uh, what her true dream is to love and cherish everyone that's around her, breaking her free and granting her her Mercury crystal power. We then have Sailor Moon. Oh, and then we have a flash of Sailor Pluto. I think do we have a flash of Sailor Pluto encouraging her at one point, where like she has like a memory? Yes. No, it wasn't. It was yeah. It was Sailor Pluto, um, like because they're both the scientists. Um, yeah. So she remembers the words from Sailor Pluto from um, Setsuna, and um, that is further dri- driving in the, the point why the outer senshi are also as important as the uh, 
the inner and why the, yeah. these people are these particular characters are, are so relevant i love the inner senshi so much <laughs> <laughs> i also like on uh, if i can like i love this particular transformation as well we're talking about all the transformation sequences here yeah yeah we're getting to the mercury transforms and yeah take it away. oh she transforms and instead of like in every every bit of uh, transformation throughout the years it'd be mercury kind of like a, do a li little cute little little flex in this one she just she hops up and it looks the same but it also looks like she's flexing a bit her, uh, her biceps like i I'm, I'm i can fight and it's very empowering of mercury uh when she transforms in this particular case and i just i love i love the transformation of hers it's one of my favorite ones one of my favorite things about mercury's is is more like a like an audio thing for me i love that little echo droplet yes that happens. yes yeah the ripples in her transformation is just so like yeah I, I don't even know how to explain it but it's just such a nice like feeling and like watching it visually happen too it's just such a good yeah feeling. i love that and this is what, something i've noticed about the years too they would they do the bubble pop you know that that'll drop it with the with with the the rippling out. It's almost like a like a, a bubble popping as she tra transforms. Yeah, and they would all always do it on the on the lower back, where it's they always center it like on the lower back. It almost, uh, to be blunt, almost looks like a a fart, honestly. But <laughs> and actually, now that you mentioned that, I haven't. I never know specifically, but is that when her back bow appears? It's no? partially when her back bow appears, yeah. So and okay. so so this time okay. in this sequence, they actually put it a little bit higher, so it's coming like out of her her uh, between her shoulders. Oh, yeah, that was, that was her, her that was her flex, <laughs> as if yeah, as if angel wings, you know. And I'm like, I was all about it. it it's such it, it was such a subtle change, and I was I was so happy. <laughs> Just those small details, I love. I love small details like that. I feel like Mercury is kind of underappreciated as far as like most of the senshi. I agree, and that's why I love her so. Like that's that's why Nathan, you got to watch the rest of that. You got to rest the rest of that live action. Mer oh, the live Mercury, action! Yeah. <laughs> Mercury is so big in 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 this. Like, does she have a visor? Does she have a visor? Does she have a visor? No. Yes. Oh, I don't remember. Oh, no, she so. doesn't. Not in the live action. No. But she has issues. There, there's look. <laughs> we trade an advisor for issues. So let me just a small spoiler, but it's gonna it's gonna entice you just to watch it. Dark okay. Mercury. Oh, you yes. did say that earlier. Okay, I thought it was like a like a mirror one, like a no. separate one. No, they they turn. Oh, oh, she went yeah. Green Ranger. You went Green Ranger. And yeah. honestly, like of all the Power Ranger Sailor Moon transformation sequences. Dark Mercury's transformation, by far my favorite. Like, the costume is right. chef's kiss. <laughs> I cannot say enough about the Dark Mercury costume. All right. <laughs> I could talk about this <sighs> for hours. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> okay, so we got through the transformation. Then she pops out her harp weapon and does her, her attack aqua reps. Yes. Which yeah. obliterates all of the lemurs that were and everything that was around her. Um, and then Mercury, yeah, she destroys all the lemurs as Usagi and Chibi Usa burst in and wanting to help out. And they're just like, let's transform. Let's see what happens. And I'm like, okay. And that works. <laughs> and that does the trick. <laughs> That's all they needed to do the entire time. It's like, 
the, our magic is stronger. This is all it's we like, need to that's do. Some weak, that's some weak magic, uh, Paula Paula. <laughs> all I have to do is transform, and they're... they're <laughs> Oh boy! Like that, that's all so... this power you're collecting, and this is all you can do. <laughs> Look, I'm trying to make some monsters here. You know, I'm <laughs> I'm trying to make these. I'm trying to you know do some good stuff for my queen. I'm a busy woman. Okay, give me some slack here. <laughs> well, maybe if you weren't working at the circus so much, you'd be more prepared. <laughs> I have dreams too. Oh. I have dreams too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, speaking of dreams, oh, that the one of the we'll get into it, one of the uh the baddies speaking of dreams, I was like, "Oh. Oh, I think I know where you're I, Yeah, I think you know where you're going. I yeah. Are we talking about Makoto? <laughs> yeah, the uh Yeah, oh, I loved it. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. That's Hawk, that's Hawkeye, right? Yeah. Uh, Hawkeye, yeah, yeah. Oh, I loved it so much. It, and it's just like one of those simple things. You know, I just want to I just want to own a shop, <laughs> buy some flowers. And you know that's that's what I love about like the original one when they brought out um, Hawkeye, Tiger Eye, and Fish Eye, like giving them their own dreams in like the original anime. Mm-hmm. I think that was really nice. Yeah. So did Fish Eye have a dream? Because I didn't see a dream in this. Like after you know, after they transform and the curse is broken, because that's that's I guess all they had for that plot point with them switching switching ages they do the the gorgeous meditation and he's defeated but i didn't see like any type of dream with him in this no movie. same thing with uh tiger's yeah. eye too like they they kind of they kind of blow past them yeah which is sad because I, I do agree with you anu that yeah it was a nice touch from the original just like you know even though they're bad guys like giving them like hey here's a dream yeah. of your own and i have to remember are the tiger's eye fish eye and hawk's eye were they Voiced by women? I don't remember. I don't know. I I'm not sure who Fish they were voiced Eye? by. Um, I don't know about Tiger or um, Hawkeye, but I think Fisheye was done by women. Yeah. And then all all of them in, in this uh, version were all men. Mm-hmm. Oh, you mean in the original? Okay, I didn't know. I don't know any of, any of the voices from the, hmm. the previous one. Well, it makes sense because, you know, in like the original one, they don't, you can't really tell if like Fisheye was... A girl or a guy especially like you know in that fashion episode yeah until he like rips off all his clothes and then you're like oh, oh okay <laughs> i get it <laughs> but now with chibi usa back to being small she doesn't feel like she's the maiden hillis is looking for she feels useless again she runs off uh, then it feels like she's strong as usagi then helios reveals himself in his human form and then we have that tender kiss that we were mm-hmm. talking about earlier where he kisses Chibi Usa and she starts getting like all fluttery and filled with butterflies. Like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> not, not necessarily like that, but yeah, she's like all flabbergasted. Yeah. Working through her daddy issues. Why do I love this man with a horn on his head? What's going on here? <laughs> right. Like, it's just convenient that he was turned into a Pegasus because he's got this horn on his head. Right? <laughs> is this is this a euphemism? <laughs> is this symbolic of something? Uh, like, this this horn on your head? It's symbolic that I'm a Pegasus. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh, oh, okay. Yeah. So at this point, we realize Helios is imprisoned um, in Pegasus form by Queen Nahelinia, 
who's there with him and has him like in this birdcage or something like that. And then we cut to a scene uh, where Venus suggests that Mars. <laughs> oh my gosh! So this scene was hilarious to me when they're talking. Mars is talking about her dreams of like, you know, running the shrine on her own and being her own, like basically like an independent, strong, independent mm-hmm. businesswoman, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and Venus is like, "Why don't you just marry someone? <laughs> like what? Like, or why don't you hire someone?" She's like. Uh, why don't you get someone to help you? And she's like, labor I don't cost. Why would I p- want to pay the labor wages? Why don't you just marry a man then? It's free labor. Just marry someone to yeah. run a shrine with you. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> this is like, I, this is like, like Venus ribbing, which is like hilarious. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. And, uh, and of, of course, Mako was like, yeah, that's, I mean, and they just both start thinking of guys again. <laughs> you, you, you teenagers. <laughs> Could you imagine an ep- episode like later on in the series or whenever they're all grown up and Mars has a husband like, oh, what do you love about him? The free labor. <laughs> <laughs> they work for free. <laughs> like he just tosses. Actually, it's interesting because <laughs> I was rewatching like the first season of Crystal, and like you know, they hint at like the inner senshi falling in love with um, Mamoru's court, yeah, those uh, right, uh, yeah guys, and I'm like, oh, so um, sad. Yeah, I forgot the, like old, old lore of of the uh, of Silver Millennium. Like each each uh, princess was matched with, um, yeah. Ma- matched with a uh, character like has such, so, mm. I, and they also touch on it again in the in the live action. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, I'm gonna slam that into your head. <laughs> hey, you know what? Yeah, that's right. what it takes. <laughs> but now we do get that tender scene with uh, the grandfather from Mar uh, from Mars when she's thinking about like the shrine and everything. That was. Uh, Oh, really nice. And then we got the introduction to to the crows that she yeah. had. And I just got to say, like, I really enjoyed uh, Christina V's uh, voice in this, particularly. S- some of those scenes were pretty, like, hard to play with it, with her uh, grandfather and the the pressure that she was under um, to try and be that person that had those dreams. Yeah, I think they yeah. all did, yeah. did really well. We had the scouts going to investigate the circus. Why they didn't investigate it sooner, I don't freaking knew. They all saw the <laughs> shit come out that says the Dead Moon Circus has arrived. Well, they... we have to do it. They had to do it in the middle of the day with everyone around them. They... Yeah. Two days later, they're still setting up the tent. Well, okay, we'll give them time. They're they're not going to harass anyone while they're setting up. We're Even good. though they did. <laughs> not like a tiger's gonna go loose in the city yeah well i mean during the town everyone's getting slowly but surely getting angrier and angrier at each other mm-hmm. true yeah that's they they like, are was it venus that saw a random fight happen so. i think it was i know chibi usa later on like way later on like everyone's just beating each other mm-hmm. but yeah mm-hmm. yeah you're right that was a progression that you mentioned it yeah so once the once the circus happens like okay it's go time, and some and of course, what the group ne- should never do, but ultimately does, is they split up. <laughs> yep, yep. 
they're at a carnival and instead of looking for you know whatever baddies they're like oh i'm gonna check out the freaking candy yeah. stand or whatever chibiusa and sailor moon go on the roller coaster and <laughs> luna and artemis get caught every time trying to go into the big tent they're like no pets like what <laughs> And then Mars gets uh, focus lured into the house, the mirror house with uh, Tiger's Ooh. eye. Mm. Yeah, where she's met in a by a room of mirrors with a young reflection of herself who tries to break her down by wanting to be loved by somebody. And of course, this somebody is going to be Tiger's eye because that's who's trying to look at her. Tiger's eye. Just look at Tiger's eye. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, you can look at him. A- Ton of times in those mirrors. <laughs> I know I can. With Kid Ray too with Kid Ray. Yeah, and then she tries to transform, and she gets knocked down. She uses her um, I forget what the what you call it when she throws the the paper. Talismans, yeah. Okay, yeah, because I know it's not that's not because she's not even in sailor form. Like that's just one of mm-hmm. her things that she can do. Yeah. Um, and she gets knocked down, and then at that point, she's susceptible to suggestion where Phobos and Demos break in. And try and wake her up, revealing that they have human forms, um, granting her uh, and her Mars crystal where she has her transformation sequence. Which, with a pun, and literally Mars's transfer sequence trans- transformation sequence is fire. It's like, straight. <laughs> it, it's it's straight fire. It is, it's, it is just fire. It is so badass. It's one. It, it Mars has got to be one of my. Favorites, oh yeah, absolutely. Personally. Just like just boom the heels and then just like she does the it reminds me of the rock when she just finishes her sequence and she just goes and points <laughs> i'm gonna lay it the smack it down I, I do love her like ending pose yeah is that oh you mean with the with the with the elbows up or the or the point when, when she's like um pointing yeah yeah i will i'll burn you <laughs> I've got like I'm I'm so enamored that I really remember what they actually say in their sequences. Yeah, I, I don't know. remember too. Mercury has doused herself in I'll water and repent. Okay, hers was repent. I thought Mars was repent, but I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. Damn it! But then Mars transforms, and then Tiger's eye surrounds the entire room of mirrors with sexy illusions of himself in every different direction you can imagine. (laughs) It's like, which one of me is the real one? Can you dig it? Like, don't worry about it. Just keep looking at it. They're all real. (laughs) Especially if you really think about it, they're all real. I'm all all around you. (laughs) All around. And then, then we have Neptune that speaks to Mars in her mind. So we have another outer guardian and tells her to focus and i think the music if i remember right the music during that just like slapped like i think i, it, I think it was a violin which makes sense because that's that that's michiru's um instrument and she was able to focus and uh pulls out her oh yeah bow and that arrow. awesome bow and arrow <laughs> cast flame sniper and just pegs mm-hmm. the dude and he dies with all of his hopes and dreams. Rolls a natural, natural 20. Boom. <laughs> One hit kill. Yep. I mean, Tiger's Eye and, and Fish Eye were only level two. <laughs> like, She either rolled a 20 yeah. or he rolled a 1. Or both. <laughs> or both. Or know? both. 
Dex save. <laughs> Make a deck save. One. Nope, I'm done. <laughs> but while this whole ordeal is going on, the Dead Moon Circus is putting on a show that's training all the life energy from the crowd, which reminded me of, um, shit, what's her name? From the original anime uh, where she was trying to to get life force also. Oh, Queen Barrel? Like Burl? Queen Barrel, yeah. It re- reminded me a lot of that because it was kind mm-hmm. of a, like a similar thing where she they're just like trying to absorb, like crowd absorb yeah. from like people. Yeah. Absorb all their dreams. Yeah, that's a definitely. <laughs> but, but it was not to be as Sailor Mars just starts kicking butt. Yes, yeah. Does. It's like, nah, I'll burn you. <laughs> Literally. Like, like Santa Mars Ray never says that, but <laughs> what if she did? I'll burn you. She'll speaking burn you of getting, yeah. Right, dude. But speaking of getting burned, we have a soggy back with Mamo-chan who's bedridden and he's now coughing up blood. Um, he's trying to hide it through Soggy as she comes in. And he just basically asked her to leave, that he wants to take a nap. Um, and she's kind of like just heartbroken by it that she, he doesn't want to be around her or she doesn't want, he doesn't want her around. So she's big sad and she leaves and doesn't want to see him again uh, when Chibiusa mentions it to him because she has a fear of being rejected by him another time. And it's a, it's a, it's a big sad moment mm-hmm. for her. I think he, he yeah. but I think at the same time she's kind of realizing there's stuff that he does not want. Uh, her to see and she's trying to respect that so it's a small it it is sad that she doesn't get to see him but it's also a big growth moment to that she's giving him uh his space yeah his space yeah that's fair yeah Yeah, but i mean it's it's a recurring thing with mamoru to for him to like push usagi away when something big is happening yeah because especially um was it in the last season or it, in the original series, um, before they go to the future the first time, mm-hmm. he has like those dreams that um, his future self was sending him, and he was just like, "Oh, I can't be around her; otherwise, she'll be in danger and she might die." And I'm just like, "Oh no!" Yeah. But yeah, the the feels are big in that every time he like pushes her mm-hmm. away. Yeah. Uh, then after that, Chibi Usa wants to talk to somebody, but can't talk to Usagi because, you know, she's having her own boy problems, but she wants to talk about <laughs> boys. <laughs> and meets up with Makado. Um, did I say that right? Makado? M- M- Makoto, Makoto, yeah. Makoto. Or Mako. Makoto. Yeah. And, uh, and they never end up talking about boys, but they go to, like, the the herbal thrift store run by the not-known-at-that-time-by-them Eagle's Eye, um, okay. who's re- really, really nice to them like like you know he's a bad guy but you just and like when he gives him the ring you're like okay this isn't good but at the same time you're like he's just being super kind like this doesn't even seem devious at all yeah 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 it's like he's just living his dreams like that's what they did yeah Yeah, like it felt so yeah. genuine but then when she came came back the i think it was the next day to look around and the charm ring that he gave her started to like quote unquote ward off evil spirits was starting to like feed on her dreams and like make her susceptible to suggestions stuff like that um he atta- and you know he attacked her with the lemurs and stuff 
like I was just like, oh, well, you know, we saw that coming. Yes. Yeah, it's still out of mission. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Collateral damage. And like while she was uh, unconscious, her inner self came out that reminded her that she wanted to be the strongest guardian, super strong, like uh, Haruka that she like looked up to, up to. But yeah, she wanted to be be strong like Sailor Uranus, and then her inner self gave her her mm-hmm. Jupiter crystal. Then she has her transformation sequence. And I yeah, I always I always love Jupiter's transformation yeah. sequence. It's it's always been like you know the thunder, the flowers, like the flower earrings. It's just beautiful and i i love the names of her it's, attacks it's a nice, too like combination of like her wanting to be powerful but her being feminine at the same exactly time. yeah oh, and that's like, good. yeah she doesn't have just boot like long boots they're basically they're basically just heels and their an- and their ankle boots their booties. booties yeah <laughs> like I, I i always loved her transformation sequence yeah, and then she has the oak leaves appear on her, which are the emblem of thunder mm-hmm. and lightning, and performs her oak evolution attack, which just like destroys him with a bunch of leaves. Oh yeah, yeah. Cast leaf attack. What, what what's the Mega Man? What, what what's the uh, Bulbasaur attack? Razor, Razor leaf. leaf. There you go. <laughs> which she do? I think of all of them, she didn't have a. I think everyone had a weapon except for her, uh, unless you would consider the the leaf crown. The oak leaf crown, like a she's weapon. never had. I, th- I think like the leaf itself would be a weapon yeah. in terms of that. Yeah. But yeah, she's never actually had like a weapon weapon yeah. compared to like because everyone else. Because you know she um, because of her strength, she never really kind of needed one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because she was strong. Yeah, and... Even in terms of like the inner senshi, like you know, Mercury has her visor. Mars has her talismans, and then um, Venus, depending on what you're looking at, she's got her whip or the sword. Mm-hmm. Or the love me, Jane. So at this point, Eagle Eye's knocked down, but he's not vanquished right away because, uh, I well, not because, but uh, you actually get this, like, that really cool moment where he's, like, peacefully accepting his fate and saying that he at least got to live his dream of like having his own store and running it, even if it was for a little bit. And then the fact that he encouraged Jupiter to like chase her dreams and do everything that she wanted to do before he like disappeared and va- and vanished was just like, I was like, Oh, and that was a part that we were getting yeah. to for that. It, the feels in that was really nice. I was yeah. Like, oh. Yeah. It's, it's good. I think it's good foreshadowing too, for what we're going to, we, we later learn about the four, um, the, the dead circus. Because yeah. you realize, yeah, like, oh, that's it makes sense that that like the like you you get finally get one character with a little bit of backstory and heart because you realize that the dead circus had a little bit of backstory and heart. That that's a that's a, that's another thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I mean, like, it's a nice touch because, like, yeah, the other day I was rereading the manga and they don't have that in the manga, so it was like a really nice touch that they added to this. Yeah, very much appreciated. Yeah, I, was, I thought that was really, and it was it was really sweet. I was I was touched by it, but then we're kind of flashed immediately over to Mamochan being attacked by the lemurs and Helios trying to protect him mm-hmm. the best he can. Then we have the big and little moons that do their 
their meditation attack and knock them away. Yeah. And we have Elysion turning, uh, saying that he's not just like some Pegasus dude <laughs> that is creepily just wandering around them, that he's Mama Chan's guardian yeah. priest, and that the mm-hmm. energy of the planet is flowing through himself, Mama Chan, Elysion, which is the heart of the earth and the earth itself, and that the power is being lost and that all of them, all four of them, as they are connected, are are becoming yeah. weak and dying. And um, yeah. what, well, what happened beforehand is that um, both um, Mako and Chibiusa both got a ring. Chibiusa got, uh, gave the ring to uh, Mamochan, and that's why he started kind of. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So it was all it was all from that ring. That's yeah. right. Fish, uh, not fish eye. Eagle eye gave Hawkeye. both yeah. of them rings. Hawkeye, yeah. <laughs> Hawkeye, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I feel like I'm kind of sad because um, in, in the manga, they do reference um, the knights. So like Jedi, Nephite, Zoysite, and um, Hanzite, Hanzite yeah. as still being around um, Mamoru and protecting him. And I'm kind of sad that they don't have yeah. that crystal. Like they got rid of them. Yeah, like they're completely gone They and slashed vanquished, which is, it is very sad in this particular case. Like you kind of wanted to see them come yeah, back because it was it was nice to like just see them like they're still there like, guiding him because they do reference him earlier in the series after they die yeah. as him like going to them and like hey you know what should I do seeking guidance from them and then them still being around now and like trying to protect him from what's going on with the dead circus yeah. And then we realized that when the Moon Kingdom fell, all the powers that were co- that were holding Queen Nahelia a prisoner were basically unsealed. And she want, now wants the silver and golden crystals to save the Earth, but nobody knows anything about this golden crystal yet. Oh, and then we have uh, Minako <laughs> running around by herself trying to transform uh, and can't. And she's <laughs> all like sad. And I don't know if you'll call her embarrassed or not. But she's like really worried that she's not going to be strong enough, um, that she'll um, disappoint everyone else, and that she's a useless leader, unable to be counted on. And the others mention the outer guardians, and she's like, "They're not here." Like what, you know? And yeah, it was. I don't know. Like everyone, everyone had their trouble transforming, but I guess nobody knew that each other. Like everyone else was unable to transform. Now that I'm thinking about it, yeah, they didn't. They don't really touch on that either way. Yeah, yeah, and that's and that was kind of that was unfortunate. You kind of wish they kind of shared each other's like, oh, we can't transform right now, but they all kind of. At the same time, it's it's interesting that it adds to the individuality that they were able to just kind of figure things out on their own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But this is definitely like a Mina thing too, where she's always worried about like being a good scout and being the last of something to happen to her. Because I know, like in the original one, I think in like the Heart Snatchers, like she was the last one to have her um, heart snatch from them, and she was just like, "I finally got my heart snatch," and she runs away with her heart exposed. I'm like, "Whoa, okay." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. She has these weird moments of like. Because like Queen Venus is, she's the general she uh, of the uh, of the Sailor Scouts. Like she's she's the leader of of the of the uh, other um, three. Um, of mm-hmm. course, Sailor Moon being the uh, 
the queen. But and so there's this pressure that she has to be a strong leader while at the same time being to live up to that expectation. Exactly. Living up to her personal expectations of the being the queen's personal general while at the same time living her own dreams. Um it gets very complicated and and um you know you have trouble asking for help at, um at that point and that that was that was definitely venus's uh, big journey was just like she does not know how to ask for help clearly yeah you know and then she finally and you know when she finds this opportunity where she knows flat out it's a trap like <laughs> it's like okay this is my chance this is my opportunity okay i know it's a trap but heck yeah i thought that was kind of interesting too because like now that the the three the three pets or whatever are are vanquished the the quartet create have a uh, call on new people xeno time and uh zeolite who are basically knife twins mm-hmm. or something like that who target in uh, target in on venus and she like from the get-go she's like i know this is a trap but i need to go in there and do my thing and show that i'm valuable and so forth yeah like everyone felt like they weren't again like everyone felt like they weren't living up to their potential or like like the least valuable of the team and and it's it's just most interesting coming kind of from venus to an extent because like you're the you're the leader you've been the leader and you've been a proven leader yeah <laughs> you're the one that constantly yeah, wants, she's been doing yeah. it the longest out of exactly everyone. like she was yeah. she was the first one to transform she already had her powers <laughs> yeah and she had her memories too for the most yeah. part compared to them and like crystal like she she knew what she was doing yeah and yet she still feels this this pressure to be like the leader <laughs> To prove that she can go out there and do this on her own without the help of her army, her her scouts. Yeah. And you saw Artemis like there by her side trying to ground her, being like, No, you can't do this. You're putting mm-hmm. yourself in danger. Like mm-hmm. you, you know, we need help. And then she just barrels yeah. in. Yeah. She goes Leroy Jenkins and especially yeah, and especially in this, like, you know, they emphasize that he's her partner. Mm-hmm. And like being able to communicate with each other is super important. And yeah. yeah. And then going into the trap, it's just like, it's almost like the survival trial where it's a group of girls aggressively <laughs> fighting each other to save children on a platform, <laughs> which I love to like, I don't think that's safe. That, that, yeah. That doesn't look very safe at all. <laughs> and why aren't you working as a team at this point? You're trying to save kids. <laughs> Like, Jiminy yeah. Christmas, girls, you are vicious. <laughs> With boulders that are trying to squash them, too. Um, but yeah. I thought that was really, really cool that um, that Mars, Mercury, and Jupiter fly in. And then just like, you, you're not going to do this alone. You know, we're going to help you, even though they're immediately disabled. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, they were still there to get her back. And she still ran off. To be like, I'm gonna do this. I don't need powers, like <laughs> Leroy Jenkins. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, and that's when they re- realize that she can't transform yeah. either. Mm-hmm. And then, like, okay, then let us help you. But n- no, I, I can, I can do this. I gotta prove myself, like you guys did. 
you know, refusing yeah. help, refusing yeah. help. And, and, you know, she actually gets to the top and get, and, you know, see, she is able to get to where the children are, but, you know, swerve. <laughs> Lemurs Lemur trap everywhere. <laughs> and she's attacked. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we almost got, we almost got dark. <laughs> we almost got dark. We Venus. almost got dark Venus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We are very yeah. close to dark yeah. Venus, but then. Very Artemis, close. Artemis. Uh, steps in with the big save and almost, almost, almost gets killed. That was that was actually scary. It's like, okay, whoa. Okay, yeah, I that scene, like, okay, so he snaps her out of it. Paula Paula shows up too and is like, I want fun. Also, no, no, the other girl, the the red one, uh, Vespas, I think. Yeah, snaps her fingers and releases a trap door to just drop her to like plummet her yeah. to her death, and Artemis. With his little kitty paws, grabs onto her, <laughs> and is like, "I got you, baby." A suspension of disbelief. A suspension yeah. of disbelief. <laughs> yeah, like holding on to her for dear life, so she doesn't fall to her death. But then, yeah, fucking Paula Paula just shows up and drops that boulder on him. And it wasn't just that—the fact that you saw like the drip of blood. Oh, the blood! Down her yeah, blood. that was. I like, was like, intense. "Oh my god!" Like. I stopped for, I was like, oh shit. Like I yeah. literally like out loud was like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I, I started to get like kind of emotional. I was like, oh my gosh. That's not in the script. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to do what? <laughs> um, I mean, I, I, I'm honestly really glad that he didn't die, but holy crap, that those those couple of moments. Yeah, scary. Yeah, especially with the blood coming down her arm. I was like, "You killed a cat, you!" (laughs) (laughs) But then he turns into a human and just like paws, just palms that bowl. You're like, "Oh yeah, Yeah. here's your crystal, baby." This is really heavy. Here's your crystal. When you transform, can you move this boulder, please? Thank you. <laughs> I could only hold it for yeah. so long. <laughs> but also, flashing back to like when you know he got crushed, the fact that you guys we were talking about how um, like they communicate with each other and their deep like care for each other. They could like she can f- she it was like she could feel his pain when yeah. he was crushed. Like that also, mm-hmm. I was like, oh my gosh! But when he came back, she just all of a sudden was like filled with like this. Like yeah, all the power and just surge, and she transforms. Yeah, and it's it, power, friend, uh, yeah. love of your friends, and Artemis and and Venus were the closest of friends before before any of this. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, when he transformed into the human, I felt like it was almost for a second, like, well, maybe we're more than <laughs> friends. Because <laughs> when don't he turned back into a cat. Because when he turned back into a cat, she was like, oh, you're a cat form again. Like, it sounded almost disappointed. (laughs) He is a good-looking human. You know? Holy cow, that costume. Like, (laughs) the last time he transformed, it was just a suit. But for some reason, we got that belly window. (laughs) Like, hmm. Like, the thirst trap of costumes in this, this particular series... Like everyone, everyone at, at one point or another oh, was man. a form of a thirst trap. I'm telling you. Oh the, man! The Speaking of like, costumes of like 
Sailor Moon in general is just amazing. Mm-hmm. Dude, I, I don't know if I call this a thirst trap, but I always found this like really just really super cute. Like something about it always stuck. Kind of like for well, okay, so for uh, like Mars, not Mars, for Mercury's transformation sequence, how I just loved like the droplet mm-hmm. sound. Like something about when Venus winks when she's about to attack that little like cute little wink and kiss. I'm yeah. just always like, oh, she's gonna kill somebody. <laughs> yeah, it's very it's very her because it's very a pop star like kill you with uh, kill you with my performance <laughs> yeah and her transformation they're all the transformation oh, yeah. sequences are good yeah. to be honest and she performs her love and beauty shock with her flower yeah. chain <laughs> immediately vanquishing both of the twins mm-hmm. I like that the, I like that the general has has the finesse weapon the finesse whip it fits her. It fits her character so so well. Like all the weapons, I love how they just perfectly fit each character. Even even Mercury's harp. Like not not it's not damaging. It's just she's gonna serenade you and make you, uh, and purify you. And and just it works. Yeah, it just I just love her thing. I'm gonna punish you with love. <laughs> Because remember, there's also the Venus Love Me chain. Yes, mm-hmm. um, and then we also we get like after, right after that we get a flash of uh, Chibi Chibiusa walking over to um, Usagi, who's now coughing and sickly herself, just like Mamochan. So we're like, oh shit! Like this is spreading. She got the Rona now. Yeah, <laughs> it spread to both of them. That's why you wear a mask, Usagi. Come on. <laughs> like you live in Japan. Like, you exactly, play. you live in Japan. Come on now. <laughs> Just before that, we also saw that the the quartet came down, introducing themselves as the Amazonist Quartet, and that they have like the Amazon crystal or something like that that they get their power from, and then just entwined them in electric vines and lemurs, and just like yeah. Good night to them, apparently. Or so, yep. We, we end on that little bit of a cliffhanger. They they're all and wrapped wrapped in vines and. Yep, they're all doomed. And Queen, uh, not Queen, but Zirconia, is calling upon Queen Nahilia, telling, giving her all the life energy that she's gotten so far to bring upon her return. And then we have the end of the first or movie. do we? Or do we? Well, the first movie, yes, we do have the end of the first movie. <laughs> Because there's not a second no, first movie. There is an end credit scene. There is. Did I miss Probably. that? Probably. Did you miss Saturn? Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I watched through that. At the very hold end on. after the credits. How? Hold on. I'm. I'm. I'm checking right now. <laughs> <laughs> It's after all the credits, so like the very end, yeah. Okay, um, one second, and a shout out to Memorial Clover Z for returning for for some music. I do like the opening song for Sailor Moon Crystal, but I my my heart will always be set on the original. The Dentetsu? Uh, or the American theme? Yeah, the American theme. Oh my god, like, I drove my family crazy yeah. with that song. Like one of the one of the things the American. Uh, version got right was let's add some guitar let's add some electric guitar to this 
and just mm-hmm. add a little bit of words. But I like there. that they kept like the original like beat. Yeah, they kept the flavor. So, like even though when you, yeah, even though you think of like the American words and stuff, it's still like that same music as the Japanese. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I didn't miss all that much. It was just her saying. Second coming. Yeah, I, it, it, I mean, it, it's, yeah, it, it's a it's a teaser kind of, but yeah, but still, yeah, yeah, yeah. after the movie, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I completely yeah. missed that. So I'm guessing it they they saved that for the Japanese fans to get ready for the second film. Probably that makes a lot that of sense, sense considering they were like large, you know, theatrical yeah. events for them. Mm-hmm. Like they go all all out for a lot of Santa Lumen events. Hey everyone, thank you all for listening. That concludes Sailor Moon Eternal Part 1. Make sure to join us for Part 2 in our next episode. Load it up right now, load it up later. Doesn't matter. Join us for more Sailor Moon Eternal. It was fun for us. I hope it's fun for you. Thank you to our special guests, Adam and Anuhia. You can join Adam on social media platforms at Adam Turns Heel. And Anuhia, you can find her on Instagram at WhiteReflection17. Now remember, go to templeofgeek.com to find more things pertaining to all things geek. Thank you all for listening, and I hope to see you guys in our next episode. Please follow us on Twitter at Temple of Geek. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash templeofgeek. And remember to visit templeofgeek.com. Your one stop for all things geek. Goodbye. This will conclude our transmission.